Hey, it's your boy OG Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Run Podcast, available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Click and enjoy. Burn. Okay, I'm just going to break it down right now. Chris Brown's in trouble. Uh, for those who don't know Chris Brown, he's a f- international, well-known R&B singer and also part-time rapper from America. Now, the breakdown summary about him, he's had a lot of issues since his stardom. I'm pretty sure everybody's been aware of Rihanna's situation when he assaulted her. He went to jail for, what, a couple of months and a few years probation. Then his on and off relationship with Karushi that had him blasting going against people like Quavo, um, Tiger, uh, who else, who else? Drake. There was a name of a few, and Soulja Boy that he had beef with. Now Chris Brown is now in a maybe a, the worst situation possible. He's been arrested in Paris for uh, allegations of rape and drug abuse. And if it is true that Chris Brown did it, that's you know Paris, you know the that country, they discipline people way different from America. They they recognize that he is a big time superstar, but at the same time, if this is true. Don't expect Chris Brown to get out of jail anytime soon. When we look at, I take, I take, I take a step back. We look at um, Freddie Gibbs. About what two years ago, he was caught in some shit when it was a rape charge. They kept him in jail for the longest. If I'm not mistaken, they kept him in jail for a couple months. He was trying to get bail. He couldn't get no bail. Expect that to be the same case for Chris Brown, if it's true or not. Um, from what all the media reports said, that he's been accused of aggravated rape and drug violation so the drugs the drugs i can see chris chris brown has been everybody's been wondering what's been going on with chris brown you know either he's on drugs or he's taking drugs and it's clear that he's is he if that's the case it's very clear what type of drugs we'll find out when the report comes out in the public domain what he's doing as far as the you know the rape we don't know who was he talking to who was involved how that all came about was the chick set up or was Chris Brown set up because celebrities began to set up for anything. And like I said, everything is accusations. So it's not that it's true. Everybody's just trying, everybody's trying to sort out the details to find out each side of the story. Chris Brown, as well as, well as I believe his security guards also got arrested. Now, Chris Brown, as I said before, Chris Brown has also been and into a lot of law-breaking bullshit over the last couple years for himself. He physically assaulted his back then girlfriend in 2009. Before, I think Grammy night when she was supposed to perform. They both didn't get there. Um, I believe he was locked up for a little bit. But he's this if he did serve five years of probation and community service. And then, you know... Chris Brown in July of, I believe, just last year in Florida, he had felony battery charges stemming from a 2017 incident where he punched a man who photographed him without permission. Now, he took it on a Kanye West level when, and Kanye West don't even, don't even punch paparazzis. He takes their cameras and that's about it. Chris Brown went above and beyond and just started beating people up just because of it. Chris Brown, he, and then you got also that, also that incident in D.C. when his bodyguard was charged for, you know, assault, you know, altercation. 
And like I said, that whole bottle situation with him against Drake in New York. This is a lot of it's a lot of nonsense. Um Chris Brown's had a lot of anger issues, a lot of drug problems, and a lot of just a lot of a lot of him just disrespecting females. Um I think if this is true overall for Chris Brown, he's he's in trouble. He's in big time trouble. And I don't think any money in the world is gonna get him out of this. So hopefully he's not in trouble. Hopefully this is all fixed. I would like hopefully we can hear more from the female or female side of this. And you know, anything that's anything breaking I will be the I'll be one of the first journalism podcasts. You know, I'll be an asshole at times, but I'm gonna tell you what I think and what anything else. And from what I'm looking at right now, it's, it's just been a pattern in Chris Brown timeline. That's just that's that you know, he's just been he's just been erratic, and I pre and I'm pretty sure there was um, I think there've been a lot of other journalism, independent wise, that's been talking about Chris Brown and his behavior. It's on on the on the on the globe, you know, on the videos, blogs talking about Chris Brown attitude and everything else. And him not having females bring cell phones so they can record what's going on and everything else. What if that was the case? Maybe somebody was able to, maybe Chris, they call Chris Brown lacking. Who knows? But if this is how Chris Brown gets down, then I believe he should be arrested and he should be tried. And that's it. Especially in this day and age right now where we're so stuck up with trying to defend our artists no matter what. Like just since this year started, we have went above and beyond for people to be holding on to R. Kelly, bumping his music, separating him, the artists and the music. And I don't think you can do that. They're both the same. So if Chris Brown did it, he should go to jail. Simple. I was gonna have this separate, but you know what? Since we're gonna keep this going right now, it's been a crazy week. And so, you know what? Why not? Let's keep this going. Salute to the New England Patriots and salute to the Los Angeles Rams. They both will be facing in the Super Bowl. First time ever, both conference championships ended in overtime. Um. And I can honestly say I was wrong on both, both, um, uh, I, I was wrong. I thought there would be the Chiefs against the Saints. In fact, we got the Patriots and Rams. Highly upset. I didn't see that coming. No, I wasn't expecting that to be the case. I felt like the Chiefs would, you know, Patrick Mahomes with the offense that this team has. I really thought they was going to just go all off. And they did. They they went off. They had a few mistakes, but I felt like Patrick Mahomes, he played a lot more better than Tom Brady. He was solid for that whole playoffs. No interception. Four touchdowns. He did everything possible to keep that team alive. And Tom Brady should have lost that game. 
a couple you know mistakes by the referee played into the favor we went to overtime and then and just one coin flip it was a wrap Tom Brady wasn't gonna let you know he wasn't gonna let you know this um this Chiefs offense to just you know hey we're gonna get you right there no he wasn't allowing them at all to seize that moment where they can you know win it all no offense got the ball for the Patriots and this they decided you know what instead of going game yeah we're not gonna kick a field goal we're gonna end this right there and Tom Brady in, in situations like that he don't lose Um, if you, if you hear blanks, it's just, I'm kind of upset. I was hoping the Patriots to lose to the Chiefs. I know this respect to Tom Brady. I just feel like, you know, Patrick Mahomes, the season he had, he should have been in the, you know, in the Super Bowl. That's all. That's all. That's all. Like, Jeff Goff, he's the number one pick overall. Horrible first year. Switch coach. He played, he's been playing lights out. Todd Gurley's been a big time factor. And um they I'm not saying they're horrible, but I was kinda hoping the Saints give Drew Brees one last chance to take this all the way in. And that's about it. At least you know I wanna see Drew Brees go out to the sunset depending if he does retire or not. I think he's got another year left, but who knows? I think the Saints could still contend just because of the players they got on his team. But the referee messed up with that pass with a pass interference that should have been what it was, and it wasn't called a pass interference when the Rams just, you know, blatantly knocked the guy out Tedkin and no call. That way, at least giving the Saints the ball with four seconds left to kick the field goal and win the game. Instead, that's not the case. They go into overtime, interception by the Saints. Rams take it in. Sean McVay made a gusty call, 57-yard field goal. He was confident, and he had fate, and that's it. Game's over. Rams beat the Saints. Drew Brees, first ever loss in the playoff at home as a QB for the Saints, and... This one was this would cost this cost them. But we have to also look at the Saints for what it is. The Saints had one of the highest rated offense in football and they and for the last back to back weeks, twenty points and twenty three points or actually anything was what twenty points and twenty points also? Twenty points is not gonna cut it. You're a high you're a high offensive team. You gotta find some way to just you gotta find some rubies have to find some way to throw that ball in there. I feel like the running backs, Ingram and Kamara, they combined with solid. It just wasn't good enough individually to get past this Rams defense. With Donald and Sue and Long, they made it hard on the Saints offense. It's very clear. Drew Brees definitely ain't been the same ever since the whole Cowboys game. And he's just, he's just, he's just, I guess the first couple games of the season when he was lights out ain't been the same since. Um, 
He's maybe he's just burned out. Who knows? I don't know. But um, I'm I'm I'm, I'm pissed. I'm, I'm just pissed. I'm sorry. Sorry, I didn't want to see this game. Now I have to predict a Rams against Patriots game. I wasn't trying to. <sighs> Hell with it. Fuck it. I'm out of here. I, I can't. I don't want to comment about this no more. And just to, you know. Piggyback off what I said about the whole Rams and Patriots. No knock on them. You know, it's been a long time since those who even faced each other in the Super Bowl. The fact that Tom Brady's even facing them again after almost 20 years is, is, is amazing. Um, there's been a, Skip Bayless from FSN Sports. Undisputed. Good show with Shaheen and Shannon Sharp. I hope y'all watch it. He said that he is the most, he is more clutch than Michael Jordan. Now, I don't, I'm going to just say no. Off the strength, Michael Jordan didn't allow game seven in the finals. He it was just not Michael Jordan's repertoire to allow that to happen. Yes, we was, yes, yes, it's different from now than the 90s. But, um, no. Michael Jordan was the ultimate clutch performer. He didn't allow shit like this to slide at any chance at all. The fact that Skip Bayless made that claim that Tom Brady is more clutch than Michael Jordan, and what in what capacity you have to understand. If you mean in a one one all take one one you know just one all, then yeah maybe. Especially in the playoffs where the between the NBA and football. It's only one game decides who goes to the next round. That NBA, you got about four. You got about four chances. Nah. Mm-mm. I'm gonna keep it to Michael Jordan. I think Michael Jordan was a special player. I think in Tom Brady, Tom Brady's definitely the most clutch player of our generation, as far as I've since I've been alive. I can say, especially I've seen more Tom Brady than Michael Jordan. But looking at the videos of what Michael Jordan was able to do, Michael Jordan was just a was a, was a stone cold killer. Not allowing you know teams to get on him. Uh, no. 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 Mm-mm. Nope, sorry. I don't think so. Just the videos I seen of Michael I said videos of Michael Jordan. He just he was just he was just putting down people just to try to think they can get to him. When I see Tom Brady play, he's amazing, especially when it's but don't it's um it's a team concept. Both of them do team concept. But when you look at Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan was he was he all he did was Put points, points, and more points just to make sure his team gets the upper hand. He wouldn't allow a team to, you know, 
mentally get to him. And so is Tom Brady. Like I said, all those three losses in the Super Bowl, you can say that the defense was the reason why Tom Brady, you know, didn't go 8-0 in the Super Bowl. Because the Giants games, I'm sorry, 7-0 right there. 7-0 automatically, Tom Brady could have been 7-0. Against the Eagles game, even though, even though the mistake he made in the end of the game, that's still a defense fault. Defense gave up 41 points solidly against this team. Since when you see every team giving up 41 points in the Super Bowl, not often until last year. I, as I said, Michael Jordan, I think Michael Jordan is more clutch. Now, if Tom Brady pulls off another clutch performance like he did against the Chiefs, then we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll revisit this again. I think when it's all said and done, I hate to admit it, but Tom Brady might have more championships than anybody ever outside of Bill Russell. I think we can honestly say when we stack up the greatest of all times as just a player, Tom Brady is definitely top five ever. Just for what he was able to do and what he was able to dominate in the sport. This Patriots team, for better or worse, is still can still go all off. And they and with the pieces around him too. Tom, Tom Brady, these pieces around him, well, Tom Brady, this this team is a first round draft pick. Tom Brady elevates their play, similar to what LeBron James does also. You see how the Lakers are struggling right now without LeBron James. Tom Brady's that type of player that he can elevate this team to a next level. His IQ is off the chart. He don't have to throw over 400 yards. He can get his little 250, 280, maybe a little bit 300, check it down to James White, get, you know, Hogan, get Edelman, Edelman get Bronk when Bronk is healthy. And now with a runner, with a, a dominant running back of Sony Michelle right now, and he's just a rookie. And hopefully if Josh Gordon is healthy now, once he comes back next year mentally, he could be a bigger part for this offense. This this Patriots team on paper is not a playoff team at all. But you have to consider the fact that Tom Brady plays in a weak division that's been weak ever since. His only main competition has been Shad Pennington when the Jets were, at, when the Jets were solid at one point. The Dolphins, who? The Dolphins ain't been really, QB-wise, they've been flip-flopping. So as the Bills QB situation, flip-flop. His primary competition has been Mark Sanchez, not really, and Chad Pennington, so, somewhat. That's it. So, and, and regardless of being clutch right now, I don't think so. Compared to what Michael Jordan had to go against, against his own division, the Pistons, the Celtics, the Pacers, the Knicks... The Lakers, he did it all. I don't. I think we'll see. You know what Tom Brady's future holds. I think because of Tom Brady's age, the, the his willingness to still play, he might be the most durable player ever, especially in his forties to still be putting up the numbers he's doing. But that's about it.
Josh Gordon has been playing for the Patriots since pretty much early December when he died, when he took a leave of absence mentally because, you know, like I said, he was still going through his issues. It coincided with NFL suspending him indefinitely for, you know, violation. Um, he's been quiet since then, but Josh Gordon broke silence right now to speak about his, you know, appreciation for what the Patriots was able to do for him and also congratulating them for even getting to the Super Bowl. I thought when he went down, when he, when he left, I thought this would be this would be a tragic move right now on his part for even doing that. Instead of just, you know, taking, you know, just letting it go and handling his business, keep going out there and playing. He was the he was the best receiver on the team. And automatically he was he was becoming one of Tom Brady's favorite guys. He was he was a talented guy, talented guy, and I still think he's a talented guy. And hopefully he gets the opportunity to show that and you know, and hopefully whatever he's going through. He can just say let it go and handle his business as a professional and as a man but like i said that's not how you know everybody copes differently everybody goes through a lot of stuff in their life so we have to we have to look at that mental abuse mental health is, is you know it's a big thing right now and that's one of the things that we tend to ignore so i hope he gets better the patriots wish he gets better also and hopefully he can come back to the team it's tragic to see a talented player like Josh Gordon, who has so much issues in Cleveland, finally gets the you know the break he needs to a, a championship winning team as the New England, and he got the chance to become one of the best wideouts in the whole football, and even New England is just it don't seem like it's good for him, which means you know maybe it's, maybe it's more of him than you know than what it was in Cleveland, and I do hope he gets better. Did him leaving made the Patriots better? I think production-wise, the production-wise, they lost a lot of production. But you know, it just—I guess in Tom Brady's sense, it, it definitely helped. It tell him it definitely made Tom Brady now more than ever use the running game. I think the Patriots had to right now. You already lost a great wide receiver in Josh Gordon, which means that this running game will had to had to be more impactful. Our offensive line started switching up. Sony Michelle stepped up. James White was more was used more right now, and he's and they're gonna need his number right now in the Super Bowl, just against this Rams team. This Ram can score. Not 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 saying the Patriots can't score also because the Patriots was able to go back and forth with the Chiefs and they was able to win. But after you took overtime for that to happen, the Rams won't even let you go to overtime. They'll they'll get at you if they have to. And the Rams, you know, the Rams haven't had that explosive game that we thought they would have they went 30 to 22 against the Cowboys that was about it and then this whole Saints game like I said this Rams should never even won that game but we'll talk about it more you know I'm going to talk about it on my XOTV live stream but those who don't know I'm also on XOTV so you can check me out on there where I talk about you know with other great people about you know life and everything around the world and I'll be talking about that. You can talk. We can just, you know. But um, I wish Josh Gordon gets better. Hopefully, he can resume his career and come back to the NFL. And you know, the Patriots acknowledge, you know, that he's been, he's going to be missed. 
and hopefully they can get it. Hopefully next year, you know, if he's still with the Patriots, he can ball out and be that same guy that can help them get back to the Super Bowl. If not, then it's whatever. Big Draco, Stone Boy himself. As much bullshit he's been, you know, he's been screw, you know, he's been saying for the last couple of weeks right now. You know, made me wonder. Maybe Soldier Boy is right. Maybe everything he's been saying has been on point. You know, you already know him as being the, you know, the guy who made crank that Soldier Boy. He's had other hits, you know, top ten hits, top forty hits. He's had, you know, crazy snapping joints. They just have you just jumping. I remember 10 years back ago in 2007 when he came out with Soldier Boy, the super soaker, the bad girl, crank that, you know, um, kiss me through the phone. Just a, you know, array of just songs. I didn't care for them, but at the same time, you know, he was robbing them. It was good. I remembered, you know, I remember the high school graduation, they was playing this crap. And it had me thinking, like, who the hell is this motherfucker? Who the hell is this Soldier Boy clown and shit? And I ain't gonna lie, I was even dissing him on some of these, some of my previous old tracks from back in the day. I was flaming this nigga. I thought, what the, I thought, who the fuck is this clown? And you know, ten years later, you know, he's you no, know, he's found a way to still be, you know, relevant despite a culture. That changed that ever changed so much right now. Artists don't even last, you know, three years at least. They get hot for a certain point, and you know, especially if you're not a lyricist, you don't make it that far. You just you start fading to the background. You know, they see you in a few Instagram posts, but that's about it. None more, none less. You don't get the big type of bucks that you was getting back in the day when you was hot. You know, when you popping and, and shit, you can get as as much as maybe almost hundred thousand dollars. Then you start going down and down and having them down years. Now, you know, if they still fuck with you, that you probably make as much as maybe the highest maybe is 10 bands. That's it. And that's still, you know, that's, and some people's not going to complain about it. Some people will take it as it is. Other people, eh, I don't know. So I'm just saying that to just say, Social Boy might have a point about, you know, this flow and shit he did with Drake and shit. I don't think entirely. I don't think entirely he, you know, did everything on Drake and Quavo or Migos anything like that. But I think he had some type of hands into it. I believe you know. Even with Tiger, so I'm 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 just wondering why he got so much hate on Tiger. When I feel like Tiger, you know, still haven't put enough. Hits on like soldier, but you know, no t-shirt on. I don't feel like Tiger's had enough. I don't think Tiger's had more hits than Soldier Boy. In fact, I feel like Soldier Boy, if you look at his whole discography, dropped a couple, you know, a lot of a lot, a lot more hits than Tiger. But I think we don't we look at what's you know what's lit, and Tiger's music has been more lit than Soldier Boy's at, at any point. Especially when it comes to the clubs. The clubs trying to hear some shit that's lit. They don't care for that whole, you know, hippity shit. No knock on Soldier Boy. 
So in a way, could be right. As I said at the end of the day, he's he's had a you know for better or worse, he's had himself a solid body of tapes he's dropped. Rather not you know him or not, and I surely don't know them. Other than SoldierBoy.com, I guess he had. Um, I think he had two albums I could think of. After that, everything else, I'm not even sure. I think the last time I heard something was the album with him and Bow Wow. But I didn't even I wasn't even bumping that shit. That shit sucked when I heard it. But nonetheless, he kept himself relevant even through all the you no know, promotions and all the foolery he said with the beef with Chris Brown, the Migos, the game. It's just a whole lot of people. And now even with now him going at Drake, the Migos again, fucking um Tiger, Takashi 69. He he's talking a lot of wild shit, but I think the this second this time around than he was back then, he can he can tell where his head is at, you know. We're I guess in a new we're we're ever we're ever changing as a society in music. And we have to give this guy some we gotta give him some credit. How he's going about it is pathetic, nonetheless, but I think compared to a couple years back when he was spazzing out, we got to put some truth into it. Soulja Boy is right in a certain point. So, shout out to Soulja Boy. If I know, I'm going to, and it's hard for me to say it because he still sucks, but in a sense, he's right about most of the stuff he was saying. How he's going about it is not going to get him back on billboards. I don't feel like he, I don't feel like his music generates into billboard sales anymore. Anyway, the only thing, the only way he can only see himself, you know, doing half the shit he's doing is, like I said, through his through promoting Instagram, you know, whatever makes him work. He's the master of the internet. He's been doing this longer than any other artist I can think of. This guy is, if he had went to college and major in some type of, you know communication skills when it comes to this computer shit he would definitely had he would definitely had succeeded because he where everything he does right now when it comes online is pretty much gold he's the god he's the godfather or something like that why you know Takashi and all these other guys that been doing wild and out shit they got that from soldier boy hands down soldier boy has been the ultimate troll when it comes to something like that Sorry, sorry about that. Had a had a couple seconds. I was thinking about something. Um, yeah. So the way the Godfather of this whole strolling shit, you gotta give him some props. At the end of the day, if it wasn't for him, most of these rappers wouldn't be doing the marketing skills possible to sell music, merchandise, or anything. So you gotta give. Some, like I said, so I say it one more time. Thank you, Soldier Boy, for that. Because people has definitely. Fed off what you did, and I'm pretty sure they gotta do it again. And besides, you know what? I ain't gonna lie. The internet has been kind of looking dry ever since Akashi got locked up. So it's kind of I don't want to say refreshing because I don't I don't like negativity. 
online that could be promoted into into something worse. Right? And as a sense of just being funny, man, Soulja Boy's funny as fuck. I'll leave it as that. Um, to end this podcast off, I want to talk about everything around the music. So, just a quick brief of everything that's happening right now. Reportedly, Future, you know, he went on his talk show. He pretty much, he don't do interviews. I, I never seen a Future interview in my life. I've I seen this one, though. This was from his free band radio station of Beach One. You know, shout out to him, though. On, you know, you know he's, he's got to really be that popping of an artist to have a radio, his own radio show. And I don't look at him bigger than Nicki or Drake and or even Eminem. But he's got his own. Salute to the man. He's grinding. Hold on. I had technical difficulties, but um, this guy on his um his radio station, I think I, I believe the name is Free Band Gang on Beats One. I believe that's what it is. But um, he was he was pretty much addressing the situation with him and Sierra that you know, and to Russell Wilson that he's not a real man, but not checking Sierra. That Future said that if Russell Wilson and Sierra was broken up and he was with her. He wouldn't have her talking about Russell Wilson in the house, and he said that Sierra knows this. And um, Future sound like he's Future sound like that type of nigga that would would say that though. Well, what I took from this, what I took from this piece of what Future was saying, he's a he's a petty dude, but he's also a guy who's by the street code also, because he talked about him pressing Jay Z about that that line from Kill Jay Z when he talked about his son and football. He's telling Hov that you should be, he's really bigging me up and shit, man. Especially with the NFL against black people, man. He's really bigging me up and all that. And I'm just looking at the future like, bruh. Jay did not diss you. It was a play of words. And Jay explained it already in many occasions. His story's been sticking from the jump. I don't see how future's, well, like I said, I don't know how future could take it like that, but is understand but in the same sense it is understandable. You put his son in a trap. You pretty much directed everything to him, so it's understandable for Future to feel some type of way, but he can't look at this as a this. I wouldn't I would hope not, but he took it like that. I could say that he's he's tweaking. That's all I could say. He went too far, he could have handled it differently, but he didn't want to. Sorry, I was outside seeing some cops about to bust down somebody. But um, I want I just I would want to say that future future get a grip, man. This was like what this is two years ago. Also, when Jay Z dropped that album, I'm surprised he's still even feeling salty about it. But it's like I said, and even with the whole Wayne Williams situation, he's right on that part. Wayne Williams, you have no business even putting out his baby mom's on blast like that. They got nothing to do with future other than having a kid. They ain't actually be in the limelight. They're not even they ain't asked for anything like that. And even future, I mean even Sierra shouldn't be having her name out there from your of all people you. So the fact that you took it upon yourself to even get on future's baby mom or everything else future's doing, it's distasteful. And 
it's all for shock it's all for shock value, right? There's no reason to believe why you even get on future. But after that, that's the only thing I can say right about future. After everything else, man, future, you gotta let that you gotta let that shit go. They wasn't dissing you. The fact that you made it seem like you were pressing hold. Hope got security off his ass. You were not pressing him. When you talking about we all make the same money, you actually make the same money. It's only the problem is Jay Z makes a lot more than you. A lot more in one hour than you make in a couple days. Leave Hope alone, man. Everybody's taking shots at Hope right now this month alone. Y'all better leave that man alone before he catch all of you in a, in a, in a horrible diss. Speaking of diss tracks, the man put the T. He made it be known for Drake. Don't start to don't because I seem it seems like Drake is about to start some shit with him again. Since he can't get Kanye West, since he already got Kanye West in his films already, he really took that man apart. And just even using Kiki alone, he got Kanye West in his films. He tried to pull that over Virginia, but just said, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna violate. And he violated with Drake's son. Speak again, another father with a son that you know I, I don't agree to be on there, but at the same time. Drake started with Pusha White, and this is the result. Pusha won. And I don't think Drake has to let it go. Drake is not letting that shit go. And it's okay, Drake. Every artist takes an L. You can't, and this was, it might have been, this, this might have been the biggest, this might have hurt more than that Meek Mill situation because of the whole Ghost Ryan shit. But at the same time, Drake, you made a billion streams off your album. Since then, you probably made over two billion right now with that album. That album is what five times platinum at this point. You can't. You gotta take it as what it is, man. You're winning right now. You had five number one singles on the Billboard, multiple number top ten hits. Drake, if I'm looking at this right now, this was a career year for you. Yeah, it might, it may, it might. Yeah, that might be a little dent, but that was just it. It was a, just a, a dent. Would that last forever? I don't think so. But you gotta let you have you guys you are the always gotta let that go. You took the L. Why even revisit that shit with, with you and Pusha? Pusha clearly wasn't wasn't a nigga to fuck with, and he showed you he wasn't the one to fuck with. And you gotta let that go. You can take it up to Kanye West, but you already seen Kanye West. Kanye West is not Kanye West not responding to you and no rap beat. Kanye West don't even know what Kanye West want to do at this point in his life. So it's a dub at that point. You gotta leave. You gotta leave. You gotta leave this pushing shit alone, man. This is gonna get you more upset than ever. Especially this dude is pushes 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 is not a hip pushes a hip hop artist. He's a traditional rapper. This all he does, all he do is depend the wordplay, and he just goes off. And after he dropped Duppy, I said, okay, off the strength for what he was able to do and how he was able to respond quickly. Drake won that, honestly. And then Pusha, you know. Pusha said, all right, I'm going to let everybody die down saying he won. And he dropped that. It was over. It was not even that the balls was there. It was just how skating of a diss he did. He shit on his whole family. You know, that's, it was similar to what Tupac did to Biggs. And so many other rappers that came before Pusha T did to other artists. Get at you with everybody. And Pusha T was no, was no exception. He did it. I think we're in a new generation where we shouldn't be talking about people's family as rules for this. There is no rules for dissing people. Anybody can get dissed to that shit. It's all about how you how you, you plan on responding. Either in person or on wax. Nothing happened. Drake lost. That's it. Drake gotta let that go. Um Takashi 6ix9ine. 
Takashi 69 has not been released yet. And I don't think he's gonna be released anytime soon. Especially if he has to get a new lawyer because of conflict of interest because of Shoddy. With Shoddy getting a new lawyer right now, so um The internet has not been the same without Takashi 69. Musically, I can I, I can I can get past I can get past it. I didn't care for his two albums. I don't think nobody cared about his two albums. The fact that it was able to stream so much, it's just to show you the marketing plans that Takashi been doing. So, I don't see Takashi getting on anytime soon. His new court date is set for September officially, and hopefully Takashi can get bail. If he can't, then that's about it. I don't wish. I, I, you know, I, I don't wish yell on nobody. I took a new stance. I don't wish yell on nobody no more. But I, you know, if he did it, then that's you have to go to jail. Straight up. And um, I guess I guess to finish up right now, I will let you know more about the Chris Brown situation because, like I said, it's still ongoing. And when I find out anything new, hopefully it can come as late on as tonight or later on. I will tell, keep you updated. Um, this was a quick wrap up, and I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all later. This is your boy OG Bernie. This is a Let Burn Rap podcast. You can find me on Anchor FM. That'll be the main station. Um, also, I'm also distributed to other sites. You can find me Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and whatever you can find Let Burn Rap podcast at. You can go to my website www.ogburnie.com. That's the website right there. You can find all my, my work. If you go on the Leopard Rat section, you can find the Anchor. Click. You can, you can stream the whole podcast from Anchor itself down there. You can go to my XOTV site where I do live streams. I started using it more right now with a lot more content about videos, video streaming with the everything I to talk about. And you can also go on my... Um, What's the last one? My station head. I haven't been on it lately, but I normally do my radio. That's my little radio station over there. You know, I talk about a topic and you know play some music, and we'll have some we'll have some fun. So find me all over there, and I'm out. Y'all enjoy your night. Peace, love, and hair grease. Bye. Hey, it's your boy OG Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Around podcast. Available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Click and enjoy. Burn.